Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, and welcome back to the Balance Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger, and today I am joined by my dear friend and fellow longtime OG blogger, Bethany Ugarte, otherwise known as Lil Sipper on Instagram, and her amazing blog is lilsipper.com. I told Bethany this in our conversation, so you guys will hear, but I remember following her way back in the very early days of Instagram, 2013, 2014. And back then, there just were not that many of us blogging about food. So it was very, very easy to notice someone else who was blogging about healthy recipes and specifically from the lens of digestion. And Bethany has always been very open about her health journey and her health crises that she has been in with IBS. So she has not only had IBS, you guys, she has almost died from IBS. She was in a coma. She blogged about the whole thing. I highly recommend reading about it. And she also lived at a dangerously low weight for a long time because she could not absorb her food. So in this episode, she tells us all about what she did to heal and gives tips for anybody else who is suffering from something similar. We also talk about her new book, Digest This, which is an amazing book full of recipes and protocols that she used to heal. And you guys will love it. If you follow her on Instagram, then you already know she's such a warm, kind-hearted person and she shares so much of her day on Instagram. I know when I said she was coming on the podcast, everybody got so excited because everyone who follows Bethany feels like she is their friend from afar. And even before I met her in person, I felt that way too. So it was such a joy to have her here. We've definitely met a handful of times over the years and it was just fun to hang out with her in person. So before we get into this episode, I would love to, first of all, remind you guys that if you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, I have a free gift for you that is my Soul on Fire yoga ebook. So send me a screenshot of your rating and review to thebalancewand.com. And we also have an additional giveaway this week, which is with our sponsor, New Zest Protein. So let me tell you a little bit about New Zest, and I will also tell you about the giveaway. So first of all, you should know New Zest is the only protein powder that I use 
use. It's completely plant-based. And Bethany, our guest of today's episode, is the one who introduced me to it. So this whole thing comes full circle. The coupon code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, will give you 20% off your first purchase, excluding sale items, bundles, subscriptions, and gift cards. And the giveaway included with rating and reviewing this episode and following them, myself and Bethany on Instagram, and I'll give you all of our handles, is a canister of protein and a shaker cup. Everybody needs to try this protein. It's so good. So follow them on Instagram at newzest underscore USA, which is N-U-Z-E-S-T underscore USA. And then follow myself, The Balanced Blonde, and Bethany, Lil Sipper. And then rate and review this podcast on iTunes, sending me a screenshot to jordan at thebalanceblonde.com, and you will be entered to win this giveaway. So let me tell you a little bit more about this brand and why I love it. It is the finest quality protein, and it also tastes amazing. It is sourced from peas grown in the rich soils of northern France and processed in Belgium using a patented water-based technique. So it's completely clean. It is the benchmark for clean label, free from basically everything. It has an amino acid profile, extremely smooth texture, pleasant taste, and is 98% digestible, meaning like super high digestible, you guys. It is easy on the stomach. There's no common allergens, no lectins, very low in phytates, no emulsifiers or gums, and is processed for maximum absorption. I personally love their cacao probiotic protein, which is the protein powder that they created in collaboration with Bethany, the amazing guest of today's episode, which is chocolate flavor. It's blended with probiotics and other gut-friendly ingredients for healthy digestive support. It contains no artificial sweeteners, colors, flavors, gums, or fillers, no dairy or soy, and has L-glutamine and probiotics in it, which target gut health and help you feel amazing. It's available in probiotic cacao and probiotic vanilla, and is just lightly sweetened with coconut sugar. So I know that you guys will love New Zest. Go to newzest.us slash thebalanceblonde and use the code BLONDE for 20% off, and then be sure to enter our giveaway by following all of us on Instagram and rating and reviewing the show on iTunes and emailing me a screenshot. All of the details of this and all the links will also be in the show notes to make it easy for you guys. And now without further ado, let's head into this episode with Bethany. Okay, Bethany, I'm so happy that you're here. We're finally making this podcast happen. When we were talking a few minutes ago, we said we maybe have been trying to do this for the last three years. Yes, it's (laughs) been a while. We're finally here. (laughs) Two busy ladies just living our life and we wanted to do it in person. That's why it took some extra time. And I'm so happy that I get to see you in person today and just be in your energy and see you. So thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you so much, Jordan, for having me. I, like you said, it's been 
years since we've been planning this. So we're making it happen today. We are. And I've been following you for so long. I was thinking about it earlier, actually. I think you are one of the very original Instagram foodies, kind of like myself, like way back since when did you start? Was it 2013? Yeah, Yeah, like 2013, 14, something like that Mm -hmm. before all the major changes happened with Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So it was much easier to grow back then. For sure. How did you, how did you end up starting your account, which is called Lil Sipper? So everybody can recognize Bethany from her amazing Instagram account full of such incredible recipes, like such simple recipes, which I love because that means I can actually eat them. (laughs) So how did you end up like starting your account? How did it all come to be? Oh my gosh, that's such a crazy thing to even think about because it was so long ago, but it was when Instagram was still, it wasn't big. You know what I mean? It was just a little app. People were, a few people were on it. I would say maybe, you know, a few hundred thousand were on the app and that's it. And I was working at a job full time. Uh, So this was just something fun I did. And my friend was like, Hey, like I have an Instagram. You should like get one. It's really cool. You know, (laughs) it's like, okay, whatever. And, uh, and then I just, I was like, I didn't have a niche or a thing that I wanted to really share. So I just started sharing my passion and my passion was healthy food, (laughs) you know, and the recipes were definitely out of the ordinary. And I think maybe that's why, it caught on, you know, it wasn't just the typical thing you would see. And yeah, I mean, it's crazy ever since then it's been, it's been a blessing, you know, to now actually have my Instagram as my business to support me financially. It's just who knew, you know, this would happen. (laughs) Yeah, no, certainly in the beginning of Instagram, that was not what any of us were thinking. It's so wild. And so how did you start to grow your following? Were you using hashtags? Was it photos? Yeah. You know, like back in the day, like you said, it was so much easier to grow back then. Like if you used hashtags, like you were for sure going to show up in that hashtag, you know? And, you know, back then we did giveaways and I really, I kind of miss those days because you really got to know the people on other accounts. And we had conversations and chats in the comments of posts. And it was really great, you know, back then, not that it's not great now, but it was just different. And I think the way that I grew was just staying true to who I was and not trying to just be like everyone else. And I encourage everyone to do that because it really does set you apart. I don't try and hide things and I'll share stuff in my Instagram stories that maybe some people won't necessarily share. And, you know, I like this morning, I think even till this day, I I shared like some whitehead thing that I was like, man, I have whiteheads and just like stuff we all can relate to. Mm -hmm. And, um, but no one really wants to talk about it. But then, then I got really sick and that was definitely a blessing and a curse because my sickness put me in a state where I literally couldn't work and I was bedridden and I got super, super ill and thin. And I mean, I was literally a walking skeleton. And because of that, I basically had to heal holistically, worked with a holistic doctor. And through all of that, when I say it was a blessing was 
I still was sharing certain things during that time, you know, during the hard times and people were following. And now if you go back, you know, I have before and after pictures and it was something I was scared to share at first, but I thought, you know, if I could do this and I could share about my journey, there has to be others that are suffering too. You know, I can't be the only one, even though I felt like I was the only one in the world suffering. And so if I could share my experience, maybe I could help others who are suffering as well and be some sort of a encouragement at the very least. And so that's, that's what I did. And again, it just caught on. And so many people had reached out and said, I'm experiencing something so similar. And, and then we connected and, and then I started a blog after the Instagram and, you know, things just after I healed, you know, fast forward, it took a while, but it took like nine months, you know, Mm -hmm. then I thought, okay, now what do I do? Like, do I use this as like a platform? You know, I wasn't really making a lot of money back then, but it slowly grew as my followers grew and engagement. Um, people were interested in gut health and that's, that's always what I go back to. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the sickness, the illness that ended up being your journey. Tell us how that came to be. How did that come into your life? How did you first start to realize that you were not feeling well? (sighs) Yeah. So that was really, really crazy. I was, how do I even start? I mean, I was so thin and I don't want to give numbers, but like just you could see my bones popping out everywhere. And I had, I just was bloated all the time and things that I was eating didn't settle well. And I was literally in the bathroom, like passing things whole. Like I could see things that I ate and it like came out the other end completely undigested. And I was like, okay, this obviously isn't right. I'm not absorbing nutrients. And you know, it just slowly got worse. And at the time I thought, okay, let me like fix this. I wanted to eat healthier. So at the time I wasn't very educated. So to me, healthier was, you know, uh, protein bars, snacks that were so-called healthy, but weren't, you know, I wasn't really into like ingredients. I just thought, okay, this is healthy from what the world thinks I'm going to eat it. And Ironically, those things were making me more sick because of the ingredients in them. So I just kept getting sicker and sicker and losing weight in the mean, in all while doing that. Um, I also had parasites. I saw you posted your parasites a couple of days ago, yeah. which I was so appreciative of because that, I've had so many parasites and it's so helpful mm-hmm. to see people talking about it. Otherwise people don't even know what they look like. Right. And coming from, you know, you know, parasites, you don't know if they're parasites, but like your own mind, you're like, this is definitely a parasite. This is a worm. This (laughs) This is is definitely part of what's going on in the human body. And I mean, if anyone's experiencing parasites right now, I was suffering for months. It wasn't like, oh, a weak parasite cleanse. I'm done. Good to go. It was literally months of, of this stuff. And that was, those were eating the food I was eating too. But maybe Jordan, you can, you know, confirm this, but every time I passed a parasite, my head felt so clearer, like Mm -hmm. immediately. Oh, completely. I can definitely 
affirm that that happened with me as well. And just reading a lot of different people's stories with parasites and also Lyme, because Lyme is so similar with the parasites because parasites can carry Lyme and mold and heavy metals and different Mm. toxins. So when those are released because they're like sucking into our organs. Like they can be stuck onto different organs in our body, not to mention eating our food. Mm -hmm. The bigger they are, I realized. And once they pass, like a whole new brain, like so much more clarity. Within seconds. Yeah. And I remember the first time I passed a parasite, I was so excited. I told my Ayurvedic doctor, I passed the parasite. It's gone. This is amazing. What we're doing worked. And she just laughed at me and she said, Jordan, where there's one, there are thousands and you know, we're just getting started. So that's also the truth is if you ever see one or pass one, then you can probably know that there are hundreds or thousands where that came from. Mm -hmm. Also disgustingly, they can break into pieces. So like, it's really rare that they come out, you know, 100% full. Right. It's so disgusting. I know. (laughs) All this parasite talk. I know the worms, the, but I mean, we're the people to talk about it. So I'm glad that we can kind of break that stigma and talk about things that are not desirable topics by any means, but something that people deal with a lot when they're dealing with illness. Yeah. And, And there's different varieties of parasites and some you'll pass and you'll never see them you know, you'll just, you just won't know, but Mm -hmm. your body can just tell like it's gone, but I'm not like a parasite expert or anything like that. But I would definitely, if you're experiencing that, like if you pass one, like continue with whatever you're doing that made you pass it in the first place, you know, because like you said, like, you know, there's probably more, so don't stop whatever regimen you are on. That was just, yeah. But kind of back to the whole like sickness. So the parasites, that was like one of many other issues that was going on. I had um, gastritis and I also had gastroparesis, which if anyone is unfamiliar with gastroparesis, it's basically paralysis of the stomach. So gastroparesis. Um, And that's basically when you eat food and your stomach muscles stop contracting, stop working, and you need the stomach muscles to contract. So it kind of pushes the food down, you know, and kind of goes through the whole digestive process. Well, that wasn't happening for me. So I was eating food and it was sitting and rotting in my stomach because my stomach was paralyzed. So again, with that, I had like sulfur burps and it was like a rotten egg smell and I was burping them every couple of minutes all day long and it hurt, you know, and food just, I wasn't able to digest them or obviously, and it was hard to even go to the bathroom because at the same time I felt so full, right? Because food wasn't passing, but I needed to eat. So it was this constant like catch 22, like I need to eat, but I couldn't eat because I was full and I wasn't passing it. And I would eventually pass the food, but only because the food that I had eaten was pushing the older food down. I don't know if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because my stomach muscles weren't, weren't working. So it was a very painful experience. And that plus the whole social aspect of it, you know, people would look at me, I would rarely go out and they would think, oh my gosh, like, is she on drugs? Like, you know what I mean? Or does she, what's going on? But uh, thankfully I did, you know, find my holistic doctor 
who is now a family friend. (laughs) And, you know, he did work with me through that time and um, helped my digestive system to start contracting again with certain enzymes. And that's actually what is in my book. It's the digestive boost. It's the first recipe in my book and it's called the digestive boost. And it's these four special fruits that can actually help jump jumpstart your digestive system. Ooh. And Wait, what are the fruits? Or okay. do we need to get the book to find out? Well, okay, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you. You guys need the book anyway, by the way. It's so, it's so good. But um, so it's kiwi is one of them. With the skin. So you want to make sure the skin is on. Uh, pineapple, mango, and papaya. Wow. And those special fruits, the, all the measurements are are in the book, but um, you basically blend those. And I had to drink that every single day for months. You blend them together? You do. Oh so my it's gosh, a very interesting. Oh, it's a very delicious smoothie, yeah, girl. Yeah, it sounds so good. <laughs> I love fruit. Fruit is my, my favorite thing. Yeah. So it's super delicious. And th- I would have that every morning. And it would really help restore the enzymes in my stomach. And along with other things, you know, that I did, and I, I had to, for a while, eat a entirely pureed diet and everything from rice that was pureed to, you know, vegetables, which I could hardly eat anyways, but, um, you know, meats. I, uh, if you do eat meat, I had to puree my meat, you know, just wow, that's everything. so interesting. And what did that taste like? Did it feel like you were just eating baby food all the time totally. or something? Totally. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Because yeah. it sounds like baby food. Yeah. It was basically baby food, you know, but it was, it was all fresh. You know, I wasn't eating canned baby food. Right. And so that was key because you have to think if you're having digestive issues, you kind of have to go back to square one to when you were a baby. And so Mm -hmm. what do babies eat? They eat all pureed food. Mm -hmm. And that's how they start digesting and start um, building their, their digestive system by, you know, pureed food. Then they kind of go to little solids and, you know go up the ladder. Right. So I kind of had to go back to as if I was a baby. So did you do that intuitively or was somebody, you know, helping you decide that this would be best for you? Or I guess it was probably intuitive because you just couldn't, you couldn't digest other food. It was actually a little of both. So my holistic doctor did, did tell me, he goes, you need to go on an all puree diet. Mm-hmm. So, and I want to make it clear, it's not a liquid diet, but just puree. And so he did tell me to do that. And it was a much easier process and things were definitely being absorbed much better. And again, like I'll talk, I, I have that protocol in my book of what I did and, you know, different steps that you can do that too. And it's definitely hard, but uh, not as hard as being in the state that I was in, you know, mm-hmm. like at that state, I was willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was a crazy time. And obviously here I am, you know? Yeah. So you overcame it. So how long were you eating that way and doing this protocol before you started to start feeling better? Yeah. So I did it for about nine months, very um, strictly, and then slowly weaned myself off after that. But, you know, I was in a very severe state. If someone is not as severe, I would say it would definitely take a lot less time to do that. So but yeah, for me, it was at least nine mm-hmm. months, like a baby, you know, growing yeah. in the womb, basically. Yeah, that's so true. And do they know, does anyone know why your IBS got so bad? They could pinpoint it. I mean, it could have been the start of parasites and then it could have trickled down from there. 
you know, because I had multiple issues all at once, it was just like, I didn't really know. I think they all fed each other. And, you know, it could have also been my poor eating habits, you know, and we all, we don't know, like, you know, I'm, I don't know if I want to name brands, but I was definitely thinking I was eating healthy, like protein bars, you know, and they were like super popular at the time. Oh, I think I know know. what it is. I don't know why it just like came into my head because I used to eat those all the time too. And I was like, oh, I'm super healthy. Like, you know, and you know, you don't realize what you're doing to your body until it's almost too late because like after one bar, it's like, whatever. But, you know, after time you're like, oh my gosh, like this is building up in my body. So absolutely. And I think, I mean, with so many things that turn chronic with illness or whatever it is that you're experiencing, I think it is that everything starts feeding off of each other. So it could be the parasites. And I know that you've talked about candida Mm -hmm. and all these things, which is the yeast overgrowth for everybody listening. Very painful. Yes. And I'm sure, I mean, you can relate as well with so many of that. <laughs> oh, of course. It's it's everything compounded. And I think it takes many years to even manifest itself in the body. I think that's what's so good about being preventative. And you have your holistic doctor. You were there this morning. I have my holistic team as well. And I try to be so preventative now. And I'm sure you do too, because to have those people in place who can maybe see, oh, you have this start of a tiny little parasite. We'll just get it out. And then you're not going to develop like a horrible disease down the line. It's crazy. So knowledge is power when it comes to our bodies. Exactly. And I was, this just came to my mind, but I was thinking like, you know, at the beginning we had said, oh, we've been trying to do this for like three years. Right. But I feel like this is the perfect time to do it now because I know you and I both have had our struggles. And now, I mean, I'm looking at you like straight on and you are just glowing and you are so healed from the Lyme and, you know, all those different issues. And I know like back then we probably would have still been in maybe the midst, you know, of some struggles. And so doing this now, it just kind of feels like perfect. You know, I know it does. I so trust that timing is always exactly as it's supposed to be. And I remember one of the times that we were supposed to podcast, my health was just literally just declining day by day by day to the point where I think we ended up just reaching out and saying to you, I'm just taking a break, um, which I had to say to so many people at that time. And you were so understanding, which is so helpful because a lot of people aren't. A lot of people just, you know, luckily have never had to experience such health issues, but you completely understood. And it's so much better that we're doing it now. And you're glowing. You look amazing. You look so healthy from the inside out. And so it's great because today we can, we can give people hope, whatever they're experiencing with, yeah. they can heal. Yeah. And that's my goal. And I know you always preach this too, is, you know, like you definitely want to share those hard times. Cause I've seen on your Instagram too, like you've shared, you know, before pictures or like, you know, in the midst of something and to share those hard photos does give people hope, Mm -hmm. you know, and to be vocal about it. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, you guys, this episode is also brought to you by the Balance Blonde Digital Store. I'm so excited to offer all of my products and programs and courses and ebooks in one place for the first time ever. And you can find that at thebalanceblonde.podia.com. And there you will find all of my digital offerings that I've created over the years from plant-based food to spiritual awakening to the brand new celestial diet and lifestyle and beyond. And now we are finally offering the celestial diet and lifestyle as a self-guided program, which you can find on the balancebond.podio.com at the very top. And you can also shop bundles. You can shop recipe books if you're just interested in the delicious plant-based recipes. And of course, you can ask me any questions at any time. So head to thebalanceblonde.podia.com to shop all of my digital offerings. And now let's get back into this episode with Bethany. So then you were able to turn your whole journey into your amazing book, Digest This, which is so good. So tell us all about the book writing process. I know that it was a dream of yours and it came to fruition. So how did that whole thing go down? Yeah. So it's still like surreal, but about a couple years ago, uh, someone had reached out to me and it was an agent and he was, I guess, a follower. Right. And he's like, Bethany, your story is just super inspiring. You need to write a book. I think like you could help so many people. And I was like, okay, well, I've always thought about it. Like people have always asked, but like, what do I do? Like, how do I get started? You know? And so he and um, his partner, he um, kind of helped me and kind of guiding me through the process. And little did I know it was a very long process. <laughs> uh, it wasn't just a quick, you know, three month thing. Here's my book. In fact, I had to write a a proposal to different publishing companies and they, these agents, they would submit them. And if a publishing company wanted to actually interview me from that proposal, then we would book a date. And it took about six months to just write this proposal. It was a 50 page proposal. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is like a much more intense than I thought. So, mm-hmm. so I had to write a 50 page proposal. It about, took about six months because I won't go into detail, but there was a lot of different things that had to go into play for that. And then of course, in the book industry, you only have a window to present your proposal. So for example, they, um, publishers only review proposals during like October, November, And then if you miss that window, you have to wait until the next October, November. Mm -hmm. So we had to wait for the right time to propose it and then book those meetings. And I got, I think I got six callbacks from publishers and I was in meetings all day. And one of them came back. Only one came back, but it was the one we all wanted. Oh my God. It was meant to be. It was. And your publisher was who again? Um, Penguin House. Oh, nice. So it's, 
yeah, they, they've just been so amazing guiding me through everything. I mean, they've done so many different books. They did, you know, Michelle Obama. They did, I mean, Martha Stewart, mm-hmm. just so many. Yeah, they're Ama- a huge, oh, amazing publishing company. Amazing. So after I got, you know, like accepted, I got the book deal. Then they gave me a year to write the book, which in those days, or I guess in book book days, that's really short. So um, I had to create all new recipes. So all the recipes in my book are completely brand new. I didn't, you know, take them from the blog and just put them in a book. There are a few that I did put in just because they're just super you know, fan favorites. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to include them. Um, so there was that of creating recipes, writing the recipe, but about, I don't know, I want to say like a good chunk of the book is really how you can heal. So the first part is really talking about your digestive system, talking about different foods that could be um, harmful to your gut what to avoid, what does help, you know, gut irritants versus gut healers. And um, so it really does prep you for the book and the recipes, which is really designed to help you jumpstart your digestive system. And it's called the 21 day gut reset. And so there are, there's a protocol and there's a three week protocol. And I help guide you along the way and you have all the recipes and everything you need to go through these three weeks. And after the three weeks, you know, it's up to you if you want to continue or just make the recipes. And that's, what's so great about it is you can kind of customize it to, to your own self. That's amazing. Wow. So was this a pro the protocol that you did or a a protocol that you developed separately for that book? That's a great question. It actually is the protocol that I did to, to heal what we previously talked about, you know, with the whole pureeing the chicken mm-hmm. and pureeing different foods and the, um, the fruit digestive boost. Mm-hmm. So that is all in the protocol and what I had to do for nine months. But I, I kind of gave you guys a break and, and did it in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you kind of had the extreme version and can assume that you were the guinea pig. I always call myself the guinea pig too for everybody else doesn't need to go so extreme, but they can do what you've learned and also heal. Exactly. That's so amazing. So what are some of the common irritants that you mentioned for people who are suffering with IBS? I would always, I mean, I always go back to gums, like whether it's xanthan gum or gore gum, that can definitely irritate your gut and not just cause bloating, which is uncomfortable, but so many other things that can, you know, damage your gut lining. And then when your gut lining is damaged, it opens the door to parasites and, you know, all the things. Stevia, I mean, I always talk about stevia, but it's great in its pure form. If you have a stevia leaf growing in your backyard, cool. But, you know, when it's going into the white powder, it's not necessarily natural anymore. And you're like, okay, how does a green leaf get to a white powder? So there's like a 42 step process, you know, that goes through that. And even fiber, fiber can be good, but there's different types of fiber and you want to make sure, you know, you're getting the right kind and not everyone can handle it. Some people can. For me, I couldn't. And fiber was like wrecking my gut. And you know, so there's different types of things um, for each person and you kind of have to identify them, but there's definitely some that are big no-nos in my book. No pun intended. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. 
the irritants, I mean, I have such a sensitive stomach too, and there's so many things that I have to stay away from, including everything that you mentioned as well as like bell peppers. I don't know if you have this onions, garlic, Mm -hmm. all that stuff has been so hard for me. I was just going to ask you like, which, what foods like typically set you off? Those. So like onions, garlic, but I have to say lately that's been better. I've been able to put onions and garlic into like some of the soups that I make and the sauces. And I actually crave them now. So I feel like that is such a sign of healing, but bell peppers, nightshades for the most part, I try to stay away from mostly like tomatoes and eggplant. I love those foods, but I just can't eat them very much. And then just random things that are very specific to me. So but I have such a sensitive stomach. So like oils for me and especially like vegetable oils, canola oil, et cetera. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I know too, like you do the the SOS diet Mm -hmm. and I'm sure your listeners know all about that for sure. And I've kind of been like intrigued to try it. Ooh, yes. um, I guess salt is my weakness. I love Himalayan salt. Yes. And And Himalayan salt is okay. So like I did fully SOS free for three years or three and a half years healing from Lyme. And that was the season of life where I really needed to be SOS free. If I strayed from it, I felt terrible. This was helping me heal. Like that's how my hives went away. That's how my Lyme started to go down. Parasites were dying, all sorts of stuff. But now that I feel so much better... I enjoy some Himalayan pink salt as well. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with it. So people ask me, what's so bad about salt? What's so bad about olive oil? And the answer is nothing. There's nothing bad Mm -hmm. about either of those foods. But if you want to follow the specific protocol for healing, then salt oil sugar-free is amazing. And then mostly once you like go back into kind of eating some more normal foods, quote unquote, eating at restaurants, there's always going to be salt. There's always going to be oil. As long as you avoid certain things, like we don't really want, you know, table salt. We don't really want canola oil. We don't really want rancid vegetables, oils, all this kind of stuff. And then of course, sugar, is a whole thing in itself. And I know you're pretty much sugar-free, at least refined, refined sugar. But we love, I love maple syrup. I love dates. I love basically anything in its natural form, including fruit. And fruit is sugar, but it's sugar from the earth. So I love it. I'm so passionate about it. And I'm sure that you would, you would probably really like it too. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. And that's such a great point because, you know, when you're on social media and you're saying like, oh, I'm avoiding this or I'm avoiding that, like sometimes for the time being, you you get those questions like, oh my gosh, why are nuts bad? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, well, nuts are great. But, you know, if you're in a certain time in your life, maybe you want to avoid nuts or avoid the certain type of nut or, you know, so... I do say sometimes, you know, take things with a grain of salt just because I'm avoiding leafy greens right now doesn't mean they're necessarily bad. Oh, totally. I know there's there there's so much noise out there and. It's funny because on this podcast, I have I have people from all different dietary theories all the time. On this podcast, I have people who are also plant-based like myself. I have I had Dave Asprey on the podcast not that long ago and he's talking about bulletproof and eating meat and basically don't eat kale. Kale's terrible for you <laughs> in his words. And so daily people are like, Jordan, what's wrong with kale? I love kale. And I just always remind everybody, listen to your body. Mm-hmm. 
maybe someone will say something and that'll be the missing ingredient for you. And so some people, they listen to Dave, they feel amazing. I, for one, I love kale. I love spinach, but for cooked, not raw. Raw is no terror for my gut. Um, But everybody's different. And that's something that's so important to remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. You said it all well. (laughs) Yeah. So speaking of that, so what are like some crazy questions that you get? Or like, do you ever get questions from people that you're, that are just like, blow your mind? If we're talking like crazy, funny, like, I don't know. Um, I do get a lot, (laughs) I do get a lot of, of questions about like male stuff or like testosterone or, um, um, what was that one? Um, what's the male cancer? Oh my gosh. Oh, prostate Prostate cancer. cancer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm honored that people ask, but at the same time, like I only basically know like from my past experience Mm -hmm. and I've never had prostate cancer. Right. You know, it's not, it's like, I don't know. So, and a lot of, so I want to make that clear too. Like, I don't obviously know everything and especially about like the male body. So it's just different things. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I, sometimes I feel bad because I can't help this person, but what do I say? So there's interesting, you know, questions that come about or I've never had a child. So I really couldn't give advice or my experience on being pregnant, you know? So things like that. And then there's just crazy off the wall questions that like, has nothing to do with my Instagram story or my post. And people just come like, Hey, like, you know, w- like, where'd you get your like bra or like, <laughs> yeah. just like out of the blue things. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I probably got it like, you know, 10 years ago, I'm still wearing it. Totally. Stuff like that, you know? Yes. Um, but I mean, for the most part, people are, are pretty cool and, you know, um, it's fun just kind of getting to know the follower behind and it um, is. Yeah. Kind of. Cause honestly, like, I'm just like them. I'm just like yeah. anyone else, you know? Oh, completely. Yeah. Oh, another thing I wanted to talk to you about. And it reminded me when you said bra, um, you got an explant surgery and that was so amazing that you shared that online. So tell us about your explant surgery. Okay. So yeah, I did get my explant surgery a couple of years ago and I was, I was supposed to get it actually three years ago. And then I went into a coma. Oh my god, which was another whole story. But yeah, so I did get my explant and I had pretty large ones too for my body frame. And if anyone has heard of breast implant illness, if you don't know, I would definitely just Google it. Breast implant illness can affect just so many different areas of your body. And I wasn't sure if that was also contributing because I did have my implants during the whole time I had parasites and during that period. So it was something that I, you know, had done my own research on and I thought, okay, maybe my implants have been contributing to poor health, you know, not, not saying it was contributing, but I thought, well, this could be a factor, you know, and I was, coming up on my 10 year mark to, to have my implants. And I first got them. I had been divorced when I was 20. So I got married very young and he left me. And after that, I kind of like, you know, got my implants as not like a rebound, but kind of like a new me. Right. 
And it did help as a confidence boost at the time. But 10 years later, I'm thinking, okay, like, is this really me? Or, you know, do I want them out? And for anyone with breast implants or familiar, you're supposed to get them replaced every 10 years. So I was coming up on my 10 year mark and I thought, okay, if I have to get them replaced, I have to go under the knife anyways, maybe I should just get them removed and not get them replaced. And, you know, so that happened and that was the decision I made. And it took a while for me to kind of like feel back um, in my own element and see kind of the results from breast implant illness. But I could definitely say I had more range of motion. I could breathe in deeper. And for 10 years, I didn't know what that felt like. Yeah. (laughs) So it's definitely, you know, a great thing to share and talk about. And you know, not necessarily saying breast implants are the cause of maybe whatever you're going through. But like you had mentioned earlier, you know, it's it could be um, the missing piece to the puzzle. So it's always just something to consider. Yeah, absolutely. So are you happy that you that you got them out? It's yeah, I mean, still taking time to adjust for sure. But, you know, boobs, <laughs> they don't make anyone who they are, you know, and um, I'm no less of a woman with or without them. No, absolutely. You look beautiful and your health is what's the most important And as long as you feel good, then it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I know the breast implant illness thing is so crazy. I know a lot of people correlate it. I mean, I'm familiar with it because a lot of women with Lyme have had breast implants. And then the, it's that thing where there's multiple things going on at once and then it will flare up the Lyme or whatever else you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, I mean, I still don't know. I'm like, was it like part of the piece or was it not? But I know know, it could have been. Sometimes things are just a mystery, but it's good. It's good that you got it out. So Mm -hmm. tell us what your daily life looks like. Oh man, gosh, girl, like (laughs) my daily life, it varies from day to day. Like I'm currently in the middle of a remodel. I I bought a house. And so I have been um, temporarily living with my parents and, you know, we're, it's almost done. So that's been cool and and exciting. Yeah. Such a big deal to buy a house. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. It's interesting. I'm definitely, I mean, it's fun, but homeownership is not (laughs) all it's cracked up to be. I'm like, oh, like if it goes wrong, I have to fix it. Like, (laughs) yeah, I know there's like no landlord to call totally different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we do have some fruit trees in the back, which is great. Oh yeah. You brought me some fruit today. I I feel so lucky. Yes. Fresh organic avocados. Yum. So can't go wrong with those, but, um, yeah. So that's been exciting. So I'll probably share the after very soon on my Instagram oh, of good. The, the kitchen. And yeah, we want to see all the after like photos. That. Yeah. So that's been keeping me busy. And then, of course, you know, my daily job day to day, I... I'm sure, again, you can relate. Think people that think me, oh, someone on social media or an influencer, they just kind of go on vacations and work an hour a day. And it's, I work seven days a week. And I, you know, from the time I wake up till, till bedtime. And because, you know, I don't have a coworker, so I can't really take days off necessarily or say, hey, can you fill in for me on this day? Cause you know, um, so I have to do it all. And and that's really the struggle, Jordan, is is balancing. Like like I was telling you earlier, like 
sometimes it gets to me. I get overwhelmed and I have to sometimes tell people that I work with, I'm like, I'm sorry, I just can't, I can't do it right now, you know? And definitely mental health has been something I have been working on personally. And sometimes you have to say no. Yes. Learning how to say no is huge, is huge, especially with the work that we do, Mm -hmm. because it is us at the end of the day. Our brand is us. And when we're working with other brands, that's also us. There's like Mm -hmm. no one else filling in that can do it. And learning to say no or learning to just have that confidence to say, today's not going to work and I'm so sorry, but tomorrow I can do it or whatever is just such a game changer because things don't always have to be so immediate. Yeah, it's so true. And I will have to say, you know, the brands, they are great, you know, and I only partner with, with brands that I personally love and use daily, you know, in my personal life and getting to know them. It's crazy, but they're totally understandable. You know, I mean, it's been, it's great. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of work for sure of what we do, but it's, it's very fulfilling and seeing people's lives changed. So I think I totally just went on a tangent because you asked me what my daily, what my day to day is. But I mean, it's just things, it could be anywhere from uh, replying to emails, writing up captions, creating recipes, photo shoots, editing, and then you have to upload them to your blog. And it's not just a simple switch, but you got to get, you know, all the links and all the writing and then make sure sometimes brands want to approve it. So you have to approve things. And, you know, if you're doing a photo shoot, you have to go out and get ready. And then at the end of the day, you have a pile of more emails and, you know, making sure that all your T's are crossed and, you know, things are are in place. And then of course, I can only speak for myself, but I do try and actually, you know, talk with my, my followers and if, you know, answer DMs and, that can take anywhere from two to three hours out of my day, you know? So it's definitely a juggling process and just, you know, really connecting with people. And so each day is different, but at the same time, it's the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was going to say, you're very good at communicating with your following, which I think is so special and so key. And of course, every brand is different. Every blogger is different, but I think I try to be similar to you. I really love to connect with the audience and answer people's comments and answer the DMS when I can. Yes. And it goes a long way. And it's so clear that you, that you do that. Like you're great with communication with your audience and it makes a big difference. It does. And like you just said, what something that stuck out to me when you said, when I can, and hopefully everyone listening does know that, you know, that you try, I try, but if, if for some reason we don't respond, just resend it. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. it will get lost in the shuffle of the DMS, but you know, just resend them because we do try. We do want to see it. Yes. And it's never personal if if I don't respond yeah. and if you don't respond. It's never personal. So definitely know that because sometimes I'll get a message. I'm so upset. Like I've asked you this so many times and you answer other questions and just know, of course, it's never personal. It's really like 
for me, it's just a time and place thing. If I have a bunch of time one day, I will get to everything that came in that day. But then there are weeks that I just don't. And I, I've actually, just me personally, I've, I've started to take the pressure off myself a little bit to respond to absolutely everything just for my own mental health. Mm-hmm. And you talked about mental health. And I know that we both struggle with anxiety from time to time. So whatever you got to do, I think it always serves everyone the best when you take care of yourself. For sure. Because if you don't take care of yourself, how can you take care of others? Exactly. Yeah, it's true. So I want to ask you some of the rapid fire questions that I ask everybody who comes on. Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. I know. (laughs) Don't even, don't worry. Do you know what your sun rising and moon signs are? (gasps) No. Well, I believe, so when's your birthday? So it's November 15th. Okay, so you're a Scorpio sun. Okay, yeah. And then do you know what time you were born? I don't. Okay, so we can look this up later. I feel like I should know now. No, when you you get home, you can just like check your birth certificate if you have it or your parents have it or whatever. Ask your parents and I can look it up for you. You know what? No, I do know. It was at 2 a.m. I don't know why it came to mind. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we can look it up and see after this what your rising signs and your moon signs are in your human design. Ooh. It's very fun. <laughs> Energy types. It'll it'll teach you a lot about yourself. But so you're a Scorpio sun. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the November zodiac. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a Libra. I'm the month before you. Okay, in okay. Love it. Where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself married. I do. And I see myself maybe living out of California. Ooh. I know. Where could you see yourself living? I don't know, but probably out of California. (laughs) I love it. But who knows? You know what? That's just, time will tell. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. I think about, I think about that from time to time as well. And I, yeah, I can't wait to see where you end up. You're definitely going to be married. Mm -hmm. We're going to call that man into your life. He's coming. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Dream vacation. It would probably be maybe Fiji. For sure. Fiji seems beautiful. I mean, who wouldn't want to go there? (laughs) Yeah. If you were an animal, which animal would you be? Definitely a bird. Because, you know, you got to (laughs) fly. Yes. Love that. Um, Are you a night person or a morning person? Definitely a morning person. Yeah. You wake up pretty early every day, don't you? I try. I try. But you know, you can't have both. (laughs) Yeah. No, definitely. Coffee or tea? Coffee all the way. You're a coffee girl and you put good stuff in your coffee. What's your coffee order in the morning? Okay. So I make my own every morning. Mm -hmm. And once it's brewed, I add a teaspoon of goat milk ghee and a tablespoon of gelatin, blend it up. And it's super frothy, Wow. Yeah. yeah. Your coffee always looks so good. Uh, if you were a color, what color would you be? Purple. Love purple. Um, who's your inspiration? My mother. Oh my gosh. Don't make me cry, but my mother. <laughs> she seems so sweet. I actually got to meet your parents at your beaming smoothie party. That's right. They were so cute. They were so proud of you. Super supportive. Yes. Yeah, they're the great. Best, the best. <laughs> If you had the chance to meet anyone in the world, who would you want to meet? Would they be alive or not it alive? It could be anyone, anyone, dead or alive. 
Oh man. Well, um, man, you stumped me. I don't know. I, it's hard. Shoot. Have you answered this? Maybe who would you? Uh, my answer changes all the time. Oh my sometimes, sometimes my answer is like my mom's dad, because I never got to meet him or Marilyn Monroe, because I'm very fascinated by her. Okay. Different authors that I love. Joan Didion, she's an author that I love. So my answer is always changing. Okay. Well, I, I mean, the first person that came to mind was Jesus, but I'm like, well, I've That's already met him. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if you could be like face to face with him, oh. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Love it. Okay. And what's next for you? What's coming up for your brand and in your life? Right now, I have so many things planned. We are... Okay, I don't know if like this could be a reveal like on your podcast, but we are formulating. So I I created a um a protein powder with uh, New Zest, and it's designed by me specifically for gut health. But we may be creating a new flavor. So <gasps> Ooh, that's, that's such a big deal. So, yeah, keep me posted on that. Oh, I can't wait to try the new flavor. It's my favorite protein in the world, by the way. Your chocolate probiotic. New Zest collaboration. That's the only protein powder that I really use. Really? Truly, oh. truly. And it doesn't bother my stomach at all, as you know, because you made it that way mm. and it's delicious. I love, I love it. it. Well, good. Cause I, I brought you a tub today. <laughs> yes. I'm so happy. I got stocked up. Yeah. So exciting Yay. stuff happening. That's for sure. so exciting. And where can everyone find you? I am on Instagram and I'm little sipper. So L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R. And that's actually a nickname my father gave me when I was younger. That's so cute. So I, I kept that. it. And, um, and my blog, which is lilsipper.com. Love it. And your book, Digest This, which is amazing. Everybody's got to get their hands on that incredible book. And thank you so much for coming on today. This was so fun. Mm. So happy we got to chat and hang out in person. Yes. Thank you, Jordan. Finally, after three years. We did it. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Bethany. She's so inspiring. I loved learning more about her and catching up with her and just letting her share her story with you guys. It's something that I know a lot of our audience also suffers with digestion issues, whether it be IBS or something different. And even me with Lyme disease, I just relate to so much of what she talks about in this episode. So be sure to check out her book and support her. Her book is called Digest This and enter our giveaway that we're doing with New Zest by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes, sending me a screenshot to jordanatthebalancewand.com and bonus points would be following New Zest, myself and Bethany on Instagram. Thank you also to the Balance Bond Digital Store for sponsoring this episode. You can find it at thebalancebond.podia.com to shop all of my digital offerings for you guys. And I hope everyone has an amazing soul on fire day. Head over to the TBB podcast Instagram to let me know who you would like to hear from next on the Balance Bond podcast or any topics that you would like to see me cover. Next week, we have a fun episode coming out with Jonathan, my husband. He is always a fan favorite and he's my favorite guest to have on. So I can't wait to do that. And I just hope everybody has the best day. Come say hi on Instagram and we'll talk soon. Love you guys.